0: Hi, I'm John Smyzer. It's good to be with you today and uh, continue our uh, journey through the Gospel of John as we're looking at John chapter 6. Um, but just for a minute, I just have some uh, uh, phrases that I really, I really like. I like the idea of the kit and caboodle or lock, stock, and barrel. I don't know if you're familiar with those terms, but it talks about uh, uh, certain ways of uh, uh, all in getting involved the whole complete way I remember my dad when he was teaching me about what lock stock and barrel was a, an old shotgun that my grandfather had used years ago out on the farm and uh, my my father it was a double barrel and he he showed me what lock stock and barrel now if you're not familiar with a double barrel shotgun there's a piece up on the barrel that you you can pull off and it'll drop down and set over here and then at that point you can open and the barrel then separates from the handle and the trigger well you see what those things are is the the lock the stock and the barrel it's the whole thing and that's what kit and caboodle means also the idea that I have my kit, my little thing with all my tools and everything in it. And then uh, caboodle is all the, the, the other materials that I need. My kit and my caboodle and my lock, stock and barrel. That means the whole thing. And today we're going to see what the whole thing is about here. When Jesus is encouraging the, the people to, to receive him in the way his father has sent him.
1: John chapter 6 verses 52 through 59 Then the Jews began to argue sharply among themselves. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Your ancestors ate manna and died, but whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. He said this while teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum.
0: It's once again a time when uh, the people that Jesus is speaking to are just like their parent, grandparents, those ancestors that they uh, uh, look back upon. it's kind of like the way my kids look at me sometimes. I just kind of keep doing things and they, they roll their eyes and they say, oh, dad. And we have it once again as Jesus is sharing with them about the idea of the bread of life that, that comes down from heaven. In verse 52 today, it says, then the Jews began to Argue sharply among themselves. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Arguing yeah, they were well known for arguing. That was what was part of their lifestyle That's what was part of everything that they did now Whereas yesterday Jesus simply said stop it when they were grumbling Today, when he's looking at it, Jesus in verse 53 said uh, to them, verily, true, very truly, I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Now that really causes someone to think about communion, the whole idea of the bread and the blood of Jesus. The importance of the flesh to, to consume it and, and to consume the blood because that's what would give us salvation and that's what communion is commemorating. But this is prior to that. So it's a, it's something that Jesus is trying to teach them or share with them and, and get into their mind the idea that they need to accept him wholeheartedly. The whole shebang, the lock, stock, and barrel, everything. They can't just have part of Jesus. They can't just look at the the things that are physical and they can look at. No, Jesus is telling them, no, you need to take the whole thing. And when you do that, over here in verse 56, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in them." You can't just dip your toe in the swimming pool. You have to jump in. And so in this way, Jesus is telling these folks that they can't just kind of uh, appreciate the feeding of the 5,000 or, or appreciate the miracles that they see. They've got to jump into the deep end. because. When you jump into the deep end here, what does he say? He he says, um, whoever eats and drinks my blood remains in me and I in them. There's two words here I wanna touch base on. I want us to look at the idea of in him. In him is such a critical uh, phrase, in Jesus, in God that whole idea through the whole New Testament is something as you study and grow, I would encourage you to consider the idea of what does in him provide for us? What what do we have when we're in Jesus? It's a great study and I'm gonna leave that for you to work on. Now then the other word has to do remains. And, And that's the idea of not wandering off with every new thought new theological idea, or any uh, popular uh, trend. No, remain in Jesus. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The truth of his love continues forever and ever. Some may say, hey, look over here. Look what we get for you here. But Jesus is the one who is truly the one who loves you and wants the very best for you. So when you have put all in, you're jumping into the deep end. These two key words, remains in Jesus, in me. Those are the things that are critical for our faith walk, our journey in the Lord. Because without that, we're going to be tossed here and there by every wind of doctrine and James writes about that. Whenever it doesn't seem to make sense or there's chaos in my life, am I really focused on the Lord or am I letting the circumstances around me influence my feelings? My feelings go up and down by my health or by the the temperature or whatever else, but the truth of Jesus Christ, the truth that God sent his only begotten Son so that I might have life more abundantly, so that as the bread of life, as the provision for my salvation, the whole thing makes me a new creation. Today, that's my prayer for you, that in Christ that you are a new creation because of jumping in the whole way, the whole shebang, the kit and caboodle, the lock, stock and barrel, you've given your life totally to the Lord. God bless you today as you journey with Him and allow Him to guide you in every way and in everything. (music) I remember when warning labels came out. Years ago, when I was a, a young 20 year old, I remember when the Surgeon General put his warning label on uh, cigarettes. And uh, I remember warning labels, uh, you know, d- d- don't, don't put this plastic bag over your head. You could suffocate. I mean, give me a break. Warning labels, it's kind of like, oh, well, of course. You know, what's great is Jesus gives us a warning here. At the very end at verse 58, this is the bread that came down from heaven. Your ancestors ate manna and died, but whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. Warning label, warning label. If you're not in the whole way, if you just wanna just journey and let God provide miracles in your life, but you're not gonna give your full life to him, warning, you're gonna die. But whoever feeds on the bread will live forever. It's called eternal life. It's letting God lead in every part of your life. Pray with me, won't you? Heavenly Father, today, we thank you that you not only give us the truth, but you also provide us warning labels. If not, what will happen? Father, I pray this day that each and every person listening to this uh, broadcast, hearing these words, would wholeheartedly surrender themselves to you and walk by faith. Walk by faith, not by sight. And Lord, I thank you and praise you for the mighty deeds you'll do in each of our lives, how your provision and care will continually be there for us. In your precious name, amen.
1: 이 프로그램은 시청자 여러분의 소중한 후원으로 제작됩니다.
0: For a single soul, reaching further and deeper the sea